Hey, how's everybody doing out there today? Today is July the 13th, 2021, and this is Titus Nietzsche Anderson for Socrabano. We have an exciting podcast today. Um, I'm going to introduce some brand new material. Now, if you've been following my company over the last two years and 11 months, I think we're almost three years old. I am proud to tell you that uh, my single little agency here is responsible for uh, a number of firsts in this industry, some of which are things like hate speech by Hollywood, um, recategorizing the FBI as domestic terrorists, Americans funding their own terrorism, the Purge Seminar, uh, the 7AP, war, a meta-state, and a meta-race, where I deal with white supremacy, um, NBTI, which is new books, teachers, and institutions to replace the Abrahamic books, uh, fraud by our internet companies, environmental weaponization, uh, the push-pulls in spiritual warfare, traps, how to make them and how to fake them. All of this material is brand new to our industry uh, and to the thinking of game theory for us as players, both in sports and socially and in politics and in business. And today I am proud to introduce another first, another brand new category for you guys out there. I want to remind you that although um, I've published quite a bit of information uh, at my agency that I don't intend to do this free of charge. It's just that it um, happens to be going that way because at the moment I'm illegally detained um, by the police and bureau with no explanation for it. So although I may have one million people who visited the homepage at sovermano.com, um, I've never seen a dime in revenue from it or, um, or anything whatsoever, even though I would be a self-made millionaire from my agency's work. I am out here in homelessness. Okay, this subject material already came up once before because of um, my work on spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare was inspired by um, the police supposedly telling people behind my back that they could not wear a Sobermano t-shirt. And that's when I sketched out spiritual warfare. And that was information taken from my journals and my notebooks that go back several years. And um, in the process of teaching that material, a couple of things really stood out to people who went through that um, program online with the article. Number one was the push-pulls and Team Jesus versus Team Satan. The second thing was the generational chronometer, which is just a term I cooked up to describe the phenomena of capitalizing on your family's growth or your fraternity's growth. So what we're going to do starting with this podcast is we're going to change the name from Generational Chronometer to Clan Capitalism.
Now, if you follow the work at the website, there's a page there called Sovramano's Suite of Capitalism. In my notebooks, I have about 14 different types of capitalism. Online, I think I have gifted people about seven of them. If you don't remember what they are, I'll go over them real quick with you. Number one is disaster capitalism. That, that one everybody already knows from going to business school. It's where you take advantage of natural disasters, businesses uh, that are foreclosing, wealthy people who have too much, um, estate sales, fluctuations in the stock markets, things like that. Number two is surveillance capitalism. This was created by a woman who authored a book by the same name. I listened to during a podcast where she talked about companies' ability to capitalize on what they surveil from you. That would be companies like Google, Facebook, and so forth. The next four are all my own. Number three is authority capitalism. That is supposedly being worked on by a listener of mine. Number four, technology capitalism. For those of you who can afford the latest technology, that allows you to do more or go faster. Number five, disability capitalism for those who can get lower interest rates, faster service, subsidized housing, assistance with employment, early retirement, early withdrawal, things like that. Number six was displacement capitalism. That is a person's ability to acquire, to appropriate, capture others or to execute others obviously not everybody has the ability to do that so if you can do that then obviously that's one of uh, the cards that you're holding today we're going to talk about number seven and this is called plan hunting i know that this is a brand new one in this area because i googled it i checked out nepotism plan plan hunting and I couldn't find anything on it the only things that registered on the radar was a book called in praise of nepotism by Adam Bellow and another one called clans and chiefs by Ian Rimble so to the best of my knowledge there isn't very much written on this subject material I don't know if you remember but I also did another podcast called um, headshots and the rise of psychopaths which is a couple of years old based on an old blog that I had written uh, where I had noticed that the number of psychopaths in the movies was increasing. And there's a video cast where I show you the results of my Googling it, looking at Google Trends, and sure enough, the amount of psychopaths in contemporary literature and books jumps off the pages uh, within the last decade or so. So today, for the podcast, we're going to talk about clan hunting. First, a little bit of commentary on it. Uh, the problem with clan hunting to me in America is that it appears to be state-sponsored. And if it wasn't, it would be talked about everywhere. Podcasters, TV, journalism, and workshops on how to protect yourself. Instead, it's everywhere non-verbally. 
It's in our movies, it's in our billboards, it's in magazines, it's in TV, and even university professors are in on the act with lots of pantomimes. I have posted articles before about displacement, obviously as it's a big part of gaming. Clan hunting is as old as mankind, and clan hunting never did stop. You might have stopped, but clan hunting didn't stop. And when it comes to people displacing people in a civilized society or in settled land, you won't often see them shooting each other, which means that they are being murdered or captured some other way. It has been said that bad guys kill in the street and good guys kill in the hospital. That is one of the reasons you're not alarmed by all of the paraphernalia on billboards, magazines, movies, TV shows, is because you've never seen anybody murdered as a result of clan hunting. So if you want more information on that, there is an article at my agency called Plausible Deniability, where I list approximately 19 different ways uh, to uh, plausibly deny or create credible doubt when you are engaged in acts of vice. And that, by the way, is another one of our first here at Sobermano. Obviously, I am devastated to hear that it's religious people um, of all ethnicities who are being targeted, or so it's been implied by the advertisement. I don't advocate religiosity anymore, except for a small percentage who benefit. Historically, uh, religious people tend to be safe, profitable, and dependable, and sober. Clan hunters, on the other hand, lose trillions of dollars, destroy lives, and rely on cheating, murder, and totalitarian states to remain. One of the jokes that I've made um, using the compliment me hashtag is that um, of the nine people like the Navajo Indians are on federally protected land and reservations, but a Satan-worshipping cult has spiraled out of control and is dropping bombs on people all over the world. Alright, let's move on. Here is the first part of our podcast. This is called The Accelerator. How to amplify your family's numbers or their punching power. Are you ready? Because I'm going to give you 19 ways that you can do this. Number one. Have your kids two at a time, like Beyonce. Number two, make yours physically and mentally stronger. Number three, make their kids work for your kids. Number four, miseducate their kids about who you are. Number five, oh, I gave you 20. There's 20. Number five, kill their men. Number six, <clears throat> Kill their talent. Number seven, stop them from having kids. 
Number eight, break checks and balances as well as recourse for their family. Number nine, box them out of marquee jobs. Don't let them showcase their talent. Number 10, or 11, make clones of yourself. Number 12, take a job as a police officer or referee and steal from them. Number 13, sell them products and apps pre-installed with backdoors so that you can get access to all of their data. Number 14, create a deputization for your family or ethnicity, but not for theirs. Number 15, create policies against leaving. Once a company man, always a company man. That means that no attrition is allowed. Number 16, adopt their family into your family or indoctrinate their family into your religion or beliefs. Number 17, have several wives like the Mormons. Number 18, start having your children at a younger age like African people do. Number 19, economic warfare. Don't let them become wealthy. Don't let them create Fortune 500 companies. Make them come to you. And number 20, tell each one of your seven kids that they must each have seven kids. All right, now we're gonna move on to clan capitalism. You have a growing family. How do you capitalize on their numbers growth? This is gonna be a review from the Spiritual Warfare podcast as the nine reasons are listed there. Number one, the number of agents that you have in a profession can increase. Number two, more customers. That could be more customers from your family who will buy from you. It could be more customers from their families who are growing. If you've engaged in economic warfare, they cannot create their own uh, companies. There's nobody else to buy soft drinks or movie tickets from. That's a predictable, um, a predictable growth that you can bank on. Number three, inner circle and organization. I mean, it's delegation, didn't mean confidence, mean expanding to a CIO, CFO, or CTO. Number four, militarized ground. That's ground that you cover like a spider's web and people are traveling or when you move into industries or people who move into your industry. Number five, predictable acquisitions. I mean, smaller targets, infiltrated companies, you know, according to the generational chronometer, that you'll be large enough to take that company over or the virus will take the host over when you get to X number of viruses and you'll have that number at such and such date. Number six, politics. In votes, legislation passed, competition blocked. Number seven, influence of culture. That means style, dress, music, it's 
cool to be black. It's cool to be white. Weasels are badasses. Whatever. Number eight. Composition of the state. Composition of the nation. Composition of the world. And number nine. You can't take it with you. But we can take it with us. That means inheritances, life insurance, estates, and whatever other baubles you've accumulated being surrendered back to the family. Finally, in closing, I will give you a few reasons why I hate clan hunting like I hate blind racism. The reason for this is, number one, it presupposes your family is worthy or that it has a worth beyond what they can earn competing. Number two, it creates inconsistencies in law, in penalties, pardons, grants, and promotions, and dissemination of all kinds, be it money or information, education, opportunity or need, etc. Number three, it presupposes other families have less value. Number four, the warfare is truly infinite and will never stop without mediation. Some clan warfare is already thousands of years old and it's still going on to this very day. Number five, it ignores other qualities that have more worth than family. Qualities like honor, ingenuity, safety. Racism approves of a lot of scum and it excludes a lot of talent. Number six, it ruins politics and the pursuit of office and the pursuit of fiduciary roles in society because these are now seized upon as opportunities for executive power, not because you're mature and qualified uh, to work as a referee or a judge in society. Number seven, clan juristics and clan hunters often use words like sacrifice. That is a euphemism for genocide and for murder, as well as economic waste and pollution. Clan hunters habitually wave off billions of dollars in losses and millions of lives genocided, cancer diagnoses, anguish, pain, suffering are all waved off as sacrifices for their own personal well-being. Number eight, losers in Gaussian Bell talent stand to gain the most and are most likely very eager or amenable to psychopathy, supremacy, entitled, an ethno-state, a totalitarian state, Satanism, or whatever else it takes so that he can get the good life and a life that he would not otherwise have. I've said before that there are some people who cheat to sleep with white girls, but white girls don't cheat to sleep with them. And the guys uh, dependent on Caucasian geniuses for his white power, but the geniuses are not dependent upon him. 
it's that guy who is your predator. Number nine, redassery becomes badassery. Flipping people off who have been lied to or stolen from by celebrities or police officers. Um, they're FBI agents or the President of the United States or any other politicians just creates a very sad environment for everyone. Those are my nine reasons why I don't advocate plan hunting, but I do want to give you this information from my notebook so that you have it. And again, this is brand new material in the field that you can make use of. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast at Sovermano and with Sovermano at Sovermano.com with Sovermano. Hope you're okay with that. And uh, please support the channel. If you live in Los Angeles, the best way you can do that is simply with cash in hand. You can put a few bucks in my hand. It really helps a lot. If you're not in Los Angeles, then you can certainly um, send money through PayPal. You can buy a t-shirt at Sobermano.com. You can write a letter to your state representative letting them know that I am illegally detained in Los Angeles due to fraudulent paperwork stating that I have mental health problems or that I'm an employee of the Bureau or something else, whatever's going on there. Okay, all right. I hope you had a good time and uh, get out there and play some games. Have a great day. Bye-bye.